Welcome to Faith Facts with Father Howard. I'm Lindsay here with Father Howard, and on today's episode, we will be discussing Easter. Alleluia! <laughs> Amen. It's good to be with you again, Lindsay. Uh, being able to to talk about Easter event uh, and Easter. How do you how do you wrap up something that is so mind boggling? And so momentous that that somehow each and every time we celebrate it, you recognize that that your life is is never ever the same. And so, even to try to talk about Easter, you know, that it's such a uh, it's it's almost impossible to do in a way. And and even the way the church celebrates it is that Easter is a singular event. It, it's not just a day. It's it's a fifty day party. Really, you know, when you mm-hmm. think about it is that um, it's a 50-day event um, that, that, that we are to celebrate, and it's, and it's broken down into bits or chunks, you might say. But it's, it's certainly an opportunity for us to celebrate this momentous occasion, this momentous event that literally changes all the rules, changes all the rules. <clears throat> and so uh, I, I want to start a little bit with... Uh, <clears throat> A, a comment that I have heard uh, over the past weeks, you know, when we're dealing with the coronavirus and such and, and social distancing and all of those things, is that um, people, you will hear people say, I just want things to go back to normal. And 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 yet there was a commentator, uh, one of the doctors that, that was speaking that that uh, and, and I, can't, I can't remember which it's one of these major doctors with the CDC and those kinds of things is that uh, there have been so many of them lately. He said on, on his, his little talk, he said that it will never go back to normal. He said that a, a terrible, terrible mistake we as a nation would would make is if somehow when all of this finally settles down, when things finally, you know, start to go back a little bit to normalcy, is that somehow we pretend or we believe like the coronavirus never happened. He said it would be a terrible mistake. He said that, you know, one is that we have learned, hopefully we've learned from this. Hopefully we have a better sense of, of what to do, what not to do, who we are as people, who we are as a culture, who we are as a nature, a nation, I should say, <laughs> nature, who we are as political bodies, that somehow we should never, in a way, go back to normal. There will be those who will be too young to remember it. Mm-hmm. It will become a thing that we tell stories about. It will become a thing that we share to our younger people. It will become a thing that we will even make jokes about. They will write books about it. People will become millionaires because they wrote a pamphlet about it. <laughs> Is that, but we will never be back to normal again. And, and a new normal is being created, in a sense, as we speak. So think about this scripturally when we talk about Easter. You know, we go back to the Old Testament. <clears throat> How do things go back to normal when a group of people is brought out of a country that has kept them enslaved, and now they're going to be crushed, and by some miraculous God intervening event, they cross on dry land across a body of water and to escape? However it happened is really not as as relevant as that there was the fact that something happened that became so momentous that they talk about it in stories 
to, to keep the memory alive. We call it the crossing of the Red Sea. <clears throat> How, does thing, how do things go back to normal when you think about Abraham and Sarah, whom they're told, you know, oh, by the way, and they're supposedly in their mid-later 90s, <laughs> by the way, you're going to have a baby next time we come around. How do you go back to normal? How do you go back to normal when you look at, the, uh, at, at, at a young girl who is announced by some divine intervention that she's going to have a child and that child will be the Son of God. How does her life ever go back to normal? And how does a group of disciples who followed this man long before they ever recognized him as Lord and Savior, they followed him as teacher, as master, as friend. They watch him die, their hopes being crushed. And then they find an empty tomb. How do they ever go back to normal? It is that when you think of Easter, how do things, if we celebrate it, going back to that question that the gentleman had, he said, how do you celebrate Easter well? Just to think about what this celebrates, how can you not celebrate it? And how can our lives ever be back to normal again? Of course, the church, you would think, would take 50 days to celebrate that because when we really think about what we celebrate, what that means to us or can mean to us, how do we ever go back to normal again? That each and every single year that we celebrate this and we bring out a new piece to it, a new aspect, a new way of thinking about that, the fact that he was dead and he rose, the significant, the ramification, significance, the ramification of that in a life that is trying to be lived well as a disciple. How do we go back to normal? That each and every year, in a way, is almost a new norm. And the church celebrates that by the way it celebrates Easter of of Easter being, as I mentioned, is a 50-day event, you know, begins in a way on Easter Sunday with resurrection experience and then ends with the Pentecost experience, you know, for the liturgical year of the church. Um, it goes, even when it's broken down that those first eight days they call the octave of Easter, they're all solemnities, by the way, you know, where we would have a Gloria, we would have all sorts of music and such, and depending upon way peri the parishes celebrate them, is that is that you you want to keep that high? <laughs> I'd say you want to keep that high, um, but you also recognize that we have to come down the mountain, as as Jesus reminds us. You know, we mm -hmm. have to come down the mountain, and we have to take the message to people. Uh, you know, in the valleys, you might say, is that we we spend that next you know, 50 days really reflecting. And when you look at the scriptures that are, that are uh, spoken about, or I should say that are uh, read and reflected on in, in the days of Easter, virtually every single one of those scriptures speak, particularly of the, the, the first reading, they speak of the changes. They speak of, of what happened afterwards. They speak of, you, you know, how this community that had thought they were lost and had, you know, this was all for naught and such, that this resurrection experience changed them in dramatic ways. 
We know from what is reported, for example, in Acts for a little while, is that, you know, this was such a profound experience that people were sharing everything they had. Now, you also have to remember that the, in, the early, in the early years, there was an expectation that, that the second coming, the, not the first, but the second coming, the end time, was right around the corner. And so some pretty significant things were done where people were selling farms or people were bringing everything they had and sharing it so that everybody in the community had something. You know, the, the, the point being, there was a new normal. It was never, ever going back to normal again. Not to the way it was anyway. And a new norm would, would be created. A new norm would be discovered. And, and so you, the, the scriptures are just filled with those kinds of examples. They're filled with examples with the gospels of, 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 of the disciples, of people encountering Christ, the risen Christ. That it wasn't a ghost, it wasn't a spirit, you know, uh, and, and the gospels talking about him, you know, sharing breakfast on the shore and, and you know, here, touch, touch my hands, Thomas, mm -hmm. you know, touch my side, Thomas. Um, believe, not because, you know, you've just seen, but because you believe. Um, and it was, it was to remind the community and to, and to keep in front of the community a new norm has been created. And, and how this brought people to do some remarkable, remarkable things. Um, so it's, it's, it's never going to be normal again. You know, whether it was the people at the Red Sea, whether it was Mary, and whether it, whether it is today with the coronavirus. I mean, you have the spiritual ones and the, and the other things that other touch secular world. But the fact remains, when these profound moments take place, is you know, uh, they change us forever, forever. We're never the same. Um, and so when you think about Easter is probably the most profound moment ever, in, in, you know, spiritually in salvation history, that even to this very day, we would say, every time we celebrate it, it hopefully helps to create a new norm um, so that we're, we're never, ever the same. And then, you know, when, so when you look at this, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> the, that we, we celebrate this literally for, for 50 days, that there is a, a new way of expressing it then, you know, with the, with the Pentecost experience of saying, you know, wow, this is for everybody. This was not just for, you know, the Jews. This was for everyone. This is not just for Catholics. This is not just for, you know, Lutherans or, or Methodists or Presbyterians or whom, whatever name we label we go by. This was for everybody. No exceptions, no conditions. It's a new norm. And hopefully, as we have celebrated Easter by the time you, you know, folks hear this podcast, hopefully this year once again, if even in a little way, there's a new normal out there because we celebrate Easter, he is risen. The tomb is empty. They didn't steal the body. They didn't drag it away someplace. They didn't hide it under the bushes. He is risen. Amen. Hallelujah. When you think about it, you know. Yeah. And so the question, hopefully, that, that maybe all of us can ask ourselves is, 
how has my normal been changed a little bit? I'm outside of coronavirus, you know, but you know that that that's a whole other new normal. Well, I'm watching mass on my couch now, so yeah. But but how has my normal been changed a bit because of the Easter event? That there is a new normal this year because I'm not the same this year as I was last year, and I won't be the same next year as I am this year, and hopefully next year also there will be at least a bit of a new normal. And that, to me, can be a profound, profound question uh, that we would ask ourselves. Hmm. So Easter, indeed. Hallelujah. So you said 40 days, no, 50 days of Easter. So from Easter to 40 days is Ascension. Is that always celebrated on a Sunday or is that? No, Ascension, you know, Ascension 40 days, you know, the Ascension being, you know, the 40 days in a sense you get because 40 days in the desert, 40 days, you know, attempt, you know, those kinds of things. Numbers, it's it's one of those perfect numbers. Um, But no, uh, the Ascension, it it, it was changed in the, I believe in the 70s, because I remember in the 60s, as I was growing up yet, is that... um, I remember celebrating it on Ascension Thursday. It was changed in okay. the uh, from the Thursday. It was moved to the uh, seventh uh, Sunday of Easter, and um, so it's one of those things where uh, it's not. It's still held to be a, a holy day uh, in Europe. It's still it's still held to be a holy day, Ascension Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, is that in other parts of the United States, it's uh, it's still celebrated on Thursday. It really depends on really the bishop uh, or the uh, the council of bishops as to decide where they will or won't put it. But uh, it was originally on Ascension, you know, Thursday, forty days after. Sure. For many dioceses, it has been moved. Uh, to uh, to the seventh Sunday. Now, one of the people said, "Well, why would they do that?" And it has a lot to do with the fact of changes in culture, social changes, where uh, it was becoming like a lot of our other holy days. It was becoming uh, less and less attended, and this was one of those ways that the church says this is a significant time. This is something significant that we believe that that Jesus didn't, you know, just didn't die someplace and. They buried him someplace else where they couldn't find him, but that that he did rise, that, that he was assumed into, and he did ascend into heaven, uh, that um, and that this is a significant, you know, belief in our faith tradition that he, you know, he did not experience, you might say, death as as we would have experienced death completely, um, as much as being uh, dying, resurrection, but then coming back. And then ascension, uh, giving at that time, giving the disciples, as the scriptures portray, giving the disciples that command of, you know, go make disciples of all peoples. Um, the so, great commission, right? Yeah. And it's, so it, it a lot depends on the bishop of the area or the, the conference of bishops. Uh, but it is still celebrated on Thursday in some dioceses. Uh, a lot of dioceses have changed it, though, to the Sunday. Okay. And then 10 days after that, is Pentecost. Is right? Pentecost, and yes. that's always a Sunday. That's always uh, always a Sunday, yes. And and that's you know the great you might say the some would call it the birth of the church, that uh, again the the church universal and, and when you think about it that you know that whole Pentecost event of of people hearing and experiencing the message 
in, 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 in their own particular language, in their own particular cultural experience, and saying, wow, how can this be? We're, we're from all over the world. And when you look at, you know, Parthians and Medes and, and, and all of those folks, is that how do we hear this, you know, in our, in our own languages? Well, the power of the experience, you know, the power of the Spirit coming upon people, and as, as many will, will call it, it, really the birth of the, of the church, um, where we are to go out and to take this message now universally, wherever. So really, we should have a birthday party on Pentecost. <laughs> In some ways, or at least a good anniversary party. But reflecting on a couple of articles, and my own reflection, I know that because of the, um, because of, of, of how my time has been shifted and such, I have spent more time than I may have, you know, in the past in prayer, reflecting on the scriptures, um, just in my own personal prayer, but also, and, 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 and I, my personal prayer, you know, I, I pray regularly, of course, but in my personal prayer, there's been a depth that, that uh, I'm be, maybe beginning to rediscover a bit. Um, and so when I think about, you know, what this Easter, what this Holy Week will mean for me and is meaning, uh, what this Easter will mean for me is that I look at it a little bit differently precisely because of the circumstances in our society today. But not forgetting that that the major focus being is that he is risen. The tomb was empty. And that that changes all the rules for all time. So we will celebrate Easter. We will simply celebrate it a little bit differently than what we have in the past. And that's not necessarily bad. No. Not necessarily bad at all. So, um, and then hopefully, hopefully, in some ways, hopefully it will allow folks maybe to rediscover what it means for them and for their families um, because they also will have to celebrate it in a little bit different ways. That it's it's more than jelly beans and peeps and stuff like that. That, um, and, and maybe it may be, well, some person, you know, said that God hit the pause button. <laughs> That's right. And um, not to blame things on God, but, you know, but, but maybe it is a way that God hit the pause button for us to kind of take in and, and really digest what, what we're celebrating here. So, yeah. Easter. So mm -hmm. we hope you all can take it in and digest and celebrate Easter well. Somehow, celebrate yeah. it well. Let, your, let yourselves enter the time and the, and the space. Uh, spend time with the scriptures and prepare yourselves for a new normal, even if a little bit. Blessed Easter to all. Happy Easter. Alleluia. Amen. Amen.